Good evening. Tonight, we will be reading Rumpelstiltskin by the Brothers Grimm. Once upon a time, there was a poor miller who had a very beautiful daughter. Now it happened one day that he had an audience with the king, and in order to appear a person of some importance, he told the king that his daughter could spin straw into gold. Now that is a talent worth having, said the king to the miller. If your daughter is as clever as you say, bring her to my palace tomorrow, and I'll put her to the test. The next morning, the miller brought his daughter before the king. Upon her arrival, the king brought her to a large room filled to the ceiling with straw. He placed a spinning wheel before her and said, Now set to work. You have until dawn to spin this straw into gold. If you do not complete this task, you will pay with your life. Then he closed the door behind him, locked it, and left her alone. So the poor miller's daughter sat down and wept bitterly, for she had never been shown how to spin, let alone how to spin straw into gold. Suddenly, the door opened, and in stepped a small, strange man. Good evening, Miss Millermaid, he said. Why do you weep so? Oh, she cried, the king has ordered me to spin the straw into gold before morning, and I know not how to do it. What would you give me, asked the tiny man, if I spin this straw for you? My necklace, replied the girl. So the little man took the necklace, seated himself before the spinning wheel, and spun it three times. When he had finished, the spool was full of gold. On this went until the dawn, and all of the straw had been spun. And as soon as the sun rose, the king entered the room and was filled with delight at the sight of all the precious metal. But this king's heart was greedy for gold, and so he led the miller's daughter to a larger room, which was once again filled to the rafters with straw. You once again have until dawn, said the king. If the straw is not gold by sunrise, you will pay with your life. After the king left, the poor girl sat down and began to cry again for she knew that it was an impossible task. But once again, the door to the room swung open to reveal the strange little man from the night before. Hello again, Miss Millermaid, said he. Why do you weep so? Oh, cried the girl. The king once again wants the straw spun into gold, and it is an impossible task. Hmm, said the man. What will you give me if I spin for you again? The ring from my finger, said the girl through her tears. So once again, the little man seated himself before the spinning wheel, and before dawn, the straw had once again been spun into gold. When the sun rose, the king hurried to the room, eager to see what had happened the night before. He opened the door to find that once again the straw had been spun. But the king was still not satisfied. For a third and final time, he led the miller's daughter to a still larger room stuffed with straw. This time, however, he said to her, if you can spin this straw into gold before dawn, you will be my wife. For he thought to himself that while she was a miller's daughter, 
He would find no richer wife than if he searched the whole world over. As the maid looked around the room, her heart was filled with fear and sadness because she knew that this time there was no way out. But much to her surprise, the little man once again appeared and once again asked what she would give in return for his spinning. I have nothing more to give, she wept. Then when you are queen, said he, you shall give me your firstborn child. Who knows if that will ever happen, thought the girl, and this strange man is my only hope. So she agreed to his deal, and for a final time the man seated himself at the spinning wheel and finished spinning all of the straw into gold before dawn. When the king saw the room the next morning, he made good on his promise and immediately made plans for a splendid wedding. The miller's daughter, in all of her happiness and delight, soon forgot her promise to the strange being that helped her, and instead rejoiced in her fortune. A year went by, and the miller's daughter, now a queen, had given birth to a son. All was well, until one night there was a knock at her door, and who stood before her but the same strange little man who had helped her. The queen wept bitterly and begged the man not to take her baby. She offered him land, riches, or anything else his heart could desire, but he turned all of her gifts down. Riches mean nothing to me in comparison of a living being, said he. But he was so moved by the queen's tears for her child that he said, I will give you three days to guess my name. If you guess correctly, you will keep your child. If not, the baby is mine. The queen immediately sent messengers to all points of the kingdom to collect any names they found. Each night, the man would appear to the queen, who would give him names until dawn, but none of them were his. The queen began to lose hope. On the third and final day, the final messenger that she had sent out came back to the queen, but with a strange tale. My queen, he said, on my journey home, I crossed a mountain in a thick wood, and in those woods I found a small cottage. Outside of the cottage there was a strange man celebrating around a fire and singing, Tomorrow I brew, today I bake, and then the child away I'll take. For little deems my royal dame that Rumpelstiltskin is my name. The queen clapped and cheered with joy, for she knew that this must be the same little man. That night, when the man appeared for a final time, she began to give him names. Is your name Harry? She asked. No, laughed he. What about Sebastian? No, he still replied. I know, said the queen. Your name must be Rumpelstiltskin. Upon hearing his name, Rumpelstiltskin was so overcome with anger that he stamped and found, pounded on the floor so terribly that a hole appeared and swallowed him into the belly of the earth, and he was no more. The End